Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Filling in for our host, Marty Grunder, this week is Grow Group Vice President, Vince Torchia. I'll let him take it from here. Hey, everybody. Vince Torchia from The Grow Group here for The Grow Show, powered by Steel. This week, what I want to talk to you about are interview questions, the basics of questions you should be asking of prospects that you're looking to bring on at your company. So let's get right into it. First question we like to ask is, what do you know about our company? It'll give you a sense of, did this candidate look us up? Do they know anything about us? Do they know if we do commercial work? Do they know if we do residential work? Do they know if we build patios? Do they know if we build pools? Do they know the kind of work that we do? Them not knowing all those specifics doesn't necessarily disqualify them from anything. However, it's good for us to know if this person prepped, how they did it, and maybe some of the things that they pulled about our company that they thought were interesting and made them want to come work here, right? Which is a great segue into our second questions of why do you want to work here? After we've asked them, what do you know about us? We kind of want to know why do you want to work here? There's a value proposition that every company has to employees. And companies spend a lot of time working on that value proposition internally to their team. But when you ask, why do you want to work here? You're putting that value proposition question on them and having them tell you what value they perceive at your company. They might tell you they have a friend who works here. They might tell you they've seen your projects. They may tell you they were driving on the road, saw your sign that you were hiring, and they just pulled right in. All of those answers are fine, but it gives us a different level of understanding of this candidate and maybe why they want to work with us. So again, that's a great question to unlock a lot of other items as part of the interview that goes on, but it puts them in the position of defining the value of your company without you having to define it for them. Because if they have friends who work here and they have people that know it's a great place to work and they have other opportunities in the industry, and they're choosing to come here for interviews because of what they've heard about it, that's a great sign for us. So this, why do you want to work at our company question, again, can elicit some great responses and take the interview down a whole new path, depending on why that person wants to work here. Then we like to ask about what are your short-term and long-term goals? Short-term goals may be as simple as, I need a place to work. I got to feed my family. I got to pay my bills. That's great, right? We like to know what people have and like to know what you're thinking about. Short-term goals might be, I'm changing industries. Short-term goals may be, I want to get back to working outside, right? I took a chance on a job during COVID. I took a chance on a job the last two years. Not a fit for me. Short-term, I want to get back to working at this great industry that we're in and get back outdoors. Long-term goals, people often struggle with that, right? The higher you go up on the York chart, hopefully the more defined long-term goals people have. But it's a challenge for people, especially when they're looking for new jobs to understand the future of what that looks like. Long-term goals may be, I want to own this company one day. Long-term goals may be, I want to start my own company one day. I want to come here, work for you, learn as much as I can, and I want to go start my own company. Okay, we can choose to do what we want with that information, but I'd like to hear about that. And I'd also love to know that someone's planning that far along. So I'd like to know what your short-term and long-term goals are. Then I want to know about their recent job experience. Where were you working before this? What did you like about that place? What did you not like about that place? What was challenging there? 
what was not challenging for you? Where did you feel like you had a lot of energy in the things that you did? Right, whether or not you like the company or the people or those other things, or maybe you're making a change just to make a change. I want to know what were you good at, right? What gave you energy at the job you were at previously? But let's start to get into what those recent experiences are like. And again, you as the interview have to keep that conversation positive from a high level. I don't want to get into the drama of the person's previous workplace that sends up some signals to me. I just want to know what did you like? What did you not like? What gave you energy? Then I want to know about specifics at that work. And we can get into some very specific questions with them. Number one, tell me about a time you had a conflict at work and how you resolved it, right? That's going to immediately put them in a position where they're going to have to speak about a specific thing they did and how they resolved it. We can ask all sorts of questions that maybe don't get to the root of issues. But when you put someone in a question like that, tell me about a time you had a conflict and how you resolved it at your last work, that gives us a big window into them. Tell me about a time you noticed a need for a process and implemented one, right? That's going to be a story they should be able to tell if they're the kind of person who could do that. Tell me about a time you had a challenging sale that you overcame and made it and satisfied the client. People are going to have stories if they have great experience. And again, if they don't have experience, that's okay. But we really want to be able to draw out what that experience was because some people can interview really well and they're great at interviewing and great at talking to you in a room. But maybe maybe their skill set is just that inch deep. When we're looking for someone with a skill set of a foot deep or a mile deep, the deeper the skill set we're looking for, the more specificity they should be able to bring to questions about how they solve things at their previous work. And again, if we're hiring someone with no experience, we know that and they're coming in, that's okay if they've never had to resolve a conflict at work before. That's okay if they've never had to be on a team that put in a process. But as we're moving up the org chart, the specificity at which they can answer those questions really puts us in a different position to understanding what their skill set is. So I love getting questions about specificity of their previous work. You can ask them about how they resolve conflict. You can ask them about systems they put in place. You can ask them about sales they made. You can ask them about communication, right? Communication is often a downfall in any company, but having questions specific to that, tell me about a time you had to implement or you had to communicate or you had to sell at your previous job really allows them to tell a story and put them in a position to show you the things that they can do, not just tell you about the things they can do. Then I like to know, what bad qualities do you have, right? It's kind of a famous question a lot of people use, what are your weaknesses? I kind of want to know what your perception of that is. And you have to be ready for the standard answers. I try too hard. I care too much. I work too hard. Those are okay, right? And answers you're going to get. But we still want to ask those questions because I want to know, The thing that frustrates me about this person may frustrate me on day one. And am I okay with that? Can I tolerate it, right? I'm not going to be excited about it. I'm not going to be thrilled about it. But everybody's got weaknesses, right? Everybody has strengths. Everybody has weaknesses. What are this person's, right? Are they a people pleaser? Can they not say no to things? Uh, Do they not schedule well? Do they not communicate well? Those are things we can work with on people. But them being aware of their weaknesses in an interview and us being aware of them does allow us just to have a more open, honest, and transparent conversation. So let's ask the question now, right? And not be frustrated that we never talked about the weaknesses 90 days in, and now we're struggling with how to best keep onboarding this person. So it's a good question. It's a famous question, but definitely ask, what are some weaknesses that you have? What are some qualities you're not thrilled with about yourself? It's good to be open, honest, and transparent from that perspective. And then on the flip side, what are you looking for in a leader? What kind of leader, boss, supervisor, direct report do you work well with? 
Are they looking for open, honest, upfront communication? Are they someone who knows the kind of boss they want to work for? Many people don't, right? Many people may not know the style that fits them best, and that's okay. But people with experience, people that go through interviews, they tend to know who they work well with. I love working with people that are open and honest. I just want to know where I stand. I love working with people that I can have honest conversations with. I love working with people that are checking in with me, right? Call it whatever you want. I like to be checked in on. I want to make sure I'm doing a good job. And for me, that means I like to be checked in on. Whatever their answer is, that's okay. But do they know what they respect from their boss or leader? And can we ask them questions about that that can give them a good opportunity to tell us, hey, this is how I like to be bossed. This is how I like to work with people. That allows us, again, to get a lot of information about them, their personal experience, and a little bit of a psychology into them about how they want to be led and how they can fit into the team. And finally, describe your ideal work environment. Describe to us what you think is a great company to work at, right? That may give us all sorts of insights. Do they like to be managed, micromanaged, family time? How important is that to them? And we're not going to get any of the specifics on that, right, from a, a proper professional interview standpoint. But we want to know what's important to them, right? And we want to hear from them, what in an ideal company state are you going to work at, right? One that works hard and plays hard, right? There's all sorts of different cultures that come up. And we want to know from them, what are you looking for in an employer? And finally, a good question that I always like to ask is, tell me about a company locally that you're really impressed with. It can be the Whole Foods down the street. It can be the Chick-fil-A that they stop and get sandwiches for them and their family for. It can be the donut shop, the pizza shop that stays up late. But I kind of want to know from a very high level, do they pay attention to business? And at what level do they pay attention to it? Again, for somebody with no experience and they're coming on and this is their first time in the industry and they're working on a crew, I still want to maybe know what's impressive to you at other companies. The higher up you go on the org chart, that question holds a lot more weight for me. If they can't tell you another company they're impressed with, maybe they don't see business the same way that you do. Again, maybe that's not a bad answer, but I'd like to know. Because when they come into your company, they're coming in with no emotion from an outside perspective. And my hope is that they're paying attention to business and they can give you a great answer to that question about a local business they're impressed with. That shows me that they can connect dots well. So I hope today I've helped you in a small way. Think about some more interview questions that you can ask of prospective team members that you can add to your staple of interview questions. The key to these questions is let's get the candidates talking. Ask them the why questions. Ask them the how questions. Ask them the what questions. Ask them the where questions, right? Ask them questions to get them talking. Have them describe to you in detail their previous experience with how they resolve things with conflict, how they put in systems and processes, how they made sales, right? Get them to tell stories that will get you great insight into them as a future team member. Thanks as always for listening to us on The Grow Show powered by Steel. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our jobs easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.